everyone, what's up? I'm Max, and this is the fifth episode of Outox, and today we have uh, Romain Claude joining us, who is the developer of Splasher. Hello. Hello. Hi. So, um, you used to work at Ubisoft as a game and level designer, So, and, and now you've left and uh, formed your own team. What was it like doing that? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, Actually, when I, when I left uh, Ubisoft in 2012, I was a little bit tired of uh, making games, and uh, especially making games in uh, uh, within huge teams. Um, and um, yeah, I was tired. And at the time, I didn't especially want to directly um, uh, dive into uh, uh, an indie uh, adventure. I just wanted to rest, so between 2012 and 2013, uh, I had a, a year of a break, let's say that. I did uh, a lot of things during this year, uh, things like um, uh, acting, um, uh, movie movie making, short, short movie making, this kind of stuff. And uh, in, uh, in the summer 2013, um, I decided to, to, to make games again, but uh, uh, this time uh, uh, the, the indie way. So um, I, I downloaded uh, uh, the Unity uh, engine because uh, a lot of friends were telling me that this was the, uh, let's say, the, one of the best tools uh, in, in the middleware industry to, to make games. Uh, uh, for uh, for indies, so initially I was uh, I was a programmer too. Uh, when I worked at Ubisoft, I almost uh, uh, never did any any programming stuff. I was uh, more in the as you said in the game design and level design stuff. But I did a lot of programming on my free time uh, uh, during uh, years and years. Uh, I started at uh, seventeen. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, it was not very complicated for me to 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 get back into it and to to learn how to use Unity because it's uh, it's uh, it's an engine that requires uh, a lot of uh, programming and uh, it was kind of uh, easy for me to to start making things with it and uh, after a few weeks i started to to have uh, uh, prototypes of uh, different kinds of, uh, of gameplays but uh, uh, what i wanted first uh, as let's say as uh, as an exercise I, I just wanted to to reproduce um things I already know before, such as uh, platforming stuff, uh, shooting stuff. And prototype after prototypes, uh, I started to have an idea, a game idea. And so, so that's when I, uh, I started to, to ask uh, Richard, my uh, artist friend who, who, who made a splasher with me, because uh, uh, most of the time we were two working on the games. Uh, at the end, uh, last year, we were slightly more. Uh, we were five uh, because other people joined the, the, the adventure. But yeah, the, 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 the main, uh, I don't know, the, the, there is a lot of things uh, that are different uh, between working in a company like Ubisoft and working in a very, very tiny team, uh, like the, the Splash team, actually. And for me, 
I think the 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 most difficult uh, thing was to was to learn um, let's say uh, a, a lot of of um, jobs I I didn't um, how to say you uh, didn't know how to do yeah 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 uh, because I was the programmer on Splasher uh, I was uh, let's say the the main designer as well. Uh, but uh, and before when I worked at Ubisoft, uh, I I did game design and level design things. But the thing is, when you make a game, there is a lot of jobs uh, involved, and especially all the marketing stuff, uh, the production management, uh, you know, all that kind of things that are uh, managed by other people when you work in a in a big company and. Uh, even if you know the, the the people who are doing it, you you, you talk with them, and, and uh, they are not complete strangers. Uh, it doesn't mean that you know how to do their jobs. <laughs> so when you are alone uh, on a game, uh, you have to to learn how to do the jobs uh, that was initially uh, in the big projects uh, handled by by other people. So I think this is the, the most difficult part actually. Uh, all the jobs you have to learn uh, if you want to, uh, to, yeah, to succeed and, uh, and uh, make something uh, out of, of your initial idea and uh, out of your prototypes, uh, make something uh, you, can, uh, you can release and, yeah, and something you can sell in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's a yeah, you don't have someone managing you. You don't have like other teams, you know, to hand off marketing to. It's it's really you have to do it all yourself, or I mean, between a couple of people, really. Yeah, so so that's that's a very important thing in uh, in uh, indie indie game development. Uh, the fact that uh, uh, everyone in the team uh, must be like. Uh, uh, a Swiss, uh, a Swiss army knife, you know. The the the, the uh, each one uh, have to be able to 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 do uh, multiple things and and not only the the, the things that are relevant to one particular job. And uh, yeah, that it was sometimes very complicated to to manage, but uh, in the end, we we kind of uh, succeed in releasing the game. Uh, not especially selling the game. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that later. But, but uh, at least uh, the game is released, and we are working on, on on the console versions as well. So, so the Steam version is just the first release because we'll have uh, other releases uh, soon. And uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, in a, yeah, in a way, it, it's kind of a more cohesive game because you have like you know like you're the level designer, but you're also programming. Like because you have um you know just a few people doing multiple things, is it, it's more of a focused game than you can often get. I think you know at um big companies like Ubisoft probably. I don't um that's just my guess, but that's what I feel like. Um also on a PC, yeah, you mentioned it's on Steam now. So you've gotten a lot of positive uh, feedback on Steam in terms of ratings with the feedback. Um, but you mentioned that you've had uh, trouble selling it. What has it been like getting the feedback and just getting the um, just reception in terms of like the market and the reviews? Something, uh, something that was uh, very important for us was to show the game very early in the process, actually. 
because I don't know if you want to talk just about what happened after the release. Oh no, early access too, yeah. Yeah, but okay. Uh, because the thing is, uh, we didn't make any early access, but uh, we we showed the game very um, uh, very early in the in the process, and um, uh, in, in in events, you know, things like uh, festivals, conventions, uh, uh, we. We 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 have shown him in um, in bars as well. Uh, uh, we were all, um, we were very we were often inviting people in our in our apartment to 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 make them play the game and get their feedbacks. Basically, we did a lot of playtests, and um, so it helped a lot to improve the game. And the thing is. Um, each time someone was playing the game, even if there were some, you know, some things to 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 improve, uh, a lot of bugs as well, because uh, when the game is not finished, uh, most of the time, uh, technically, it's not very, uh, you know, it's not very uh, perfect. But uh, but uh, almost uh, almost each playtest, the 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 global uh, feeling was always very good, actually. Uh, and when the game uh, was uh, released in in February. We we also did get a lot of positive feedback from the press and the Steam reviews as well. So actually, we 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 were really encouraged to think that our game was a really good game. But uh, the 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 disappointing. Part, yeah, is is the fact that the sales are not um, following the 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 feedback uh, actually. Yeah, they 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 are not following the the what the people who try the game actually think about the game, because uh, um, one of the things we 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 really failed to do in in my opinion is. Uh, um, mm, is making people uh, play our game because um, once you once you play the game, you can say you like it. But uh, the biggest challenge is not to make a good game, even even if it's very difficult to make a good game, a game that people enjoy. But the biggest challenge is to make the people play the game before they know it. You know, like uh, just with screenshots, uh, uh, the the trailer, the how you 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 build your your, your Steam page. Uh, uh, basically, the marketing stuff. Uh, actually, it's the um, I think it's the biggest challenge for indies because there is a lot of very good games uh, 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 coming uh, almost every week, but they are not all uh, uh, a success. And uh, yeah. So, so, so feedback from from the players uh, uh, helped a lot to improve the game before the release. Then we we got very good feedback from the press, but the thing is that it was uh, almost only French press because uh, we kind of failed to uh, to get press coverage in the U.S., for example, or in the U.K. In the basically, we 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 we've got a, a very uh, big French website uh, who covered the game, but uh, it was not enough. Uh, actually, uh, it was just the beginning, and so that's why we, we with the console versions, uh, we will try to 
to improve that and we'll uh, we'll work with uh, with a peer company in the US too and uh, yeah uh, I think it's uh, basically when when you are making a game as an indie uh, making a good game is just half of the job and the other half is to manage to get people interested by the game actually yeah because you don't have like a reputation to go off that you can like, you can't say oh I'm EA I'm Ubisoft uh, you know people will know about this you you really have to try like you know have a good steam page have a good website and to spread it and then that's not easy at all um also you mentioned that the uh on the website that the game is uh designed with speedrunners in mind um the the kind of people who just go through you know platformers really quickly and like stream it um which is a increasingly you know popular thing nowadays why did you decide to um focus it or or to um put a lot of effort into that um Basically, it is um, it is something that um, that really um, how to say uh, we are uh, Richard and and I are very uh, enthusiastic uh, with this kind of uh, esport. Let's say that I think we can call it uh, esport. Uh, it's it's solo esport, uh, e but uh, but uh, yeah, th th this kind of practice uh, uh, it is something we we. We really like, and uh, um, the thing is, um, when I when I worked on uh, on Rayman, uh, so Rayman Origins and uh, Rayman uh, Legends, um, I was also working on a game that was kind of designed not for speedrunning, but at least for uh, um, uh, allowing the player to have a, a, a very nice flow. Uh, between the big, the beginning and the end of the level, uh, you can you can play the level uh, without any interruption. You know, uh, everything is is uh, scripted uh, in a way that uh, that uh, you can you can do very very nice runs, and so it creates a, a very interesting uh, feeling when you when you play the game. And I wanted that for Splasher too. So before we started to talk about speedrun, we already had in uh, in mind, you know, this this intention to to work very um, to um, I would say I wanted to be very picky about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like and, and that takes good level design. It takes good um, just yeah. It takes a lot of elements to make that really work. When we started to to show the game in a, in a French convention, it's called Stunfest. It's a, basically it's a convention about um, about uh, competitive games, uh, but uh, local uh, competitive games, arcade games such as uh, st uh, Street Fighter, fighting games, uh, Mario Kart, uh, racing games, this kind of very uh, arcade uh, competitive games, and uh, they also have uh, uh, an indie uh, an indie booth uh, with a lot of uh, indies showing their, their games, and the first time we 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 were at this convention with the game, uh, we have met a lot of players who were uh, um, let's say. Um, uh, uh, players uh, practicing uh, speedrun on uh, on many games, and uh, they were telling us uh, you really really should uh, 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 you know um, uh, dig the speedrun aspect for your game because uh, we really think that the game is is made for that. So actually, it uh, it encouraged 
us a lot to 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 push in that direction and that's why we we get in contact with uh, with uh, french uh, uh, youtubers uh, so it's uh, it's a french uh, a group of uh, youtubers uh, youtubers called uh, uh, nesblog and uh, they they have a team of uh, of speedrunner uh, uh, in the in the group and uh, they are actually um, uh, proposing um, uh, let's say uh, uh, game design uh, services uh, but they are specialized in designing speedrun mods so we worked with them and uh, we added a, a dedicated speedrun mod uh, in the game but the thing is uh, even without a speedrun mod you, you can speedrun a game you know it's it's not a it's not uh, yeah it's not necessary it's not mandatory to have a <laughs> to have a special mode in the game but uh, the intention was to work closely with with uh, speedrunners to add a special mode in the game and um, so the, the the goal is to ease the the speedrun uh, approach for a splasher because the players uh, don't have to to add um, special tools on top of the game to speedrun it because we integrated directly in the game some tools uh, to uh, to make the competition uh, uh, technically uh, uh, simple actually right. but uh, the thing is that uh, uh, I think there is missing stuff because uh, you know uh, the the very uh, uh, good speedrunners always have uh, 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 needs. Um, yeah, but um, so that's why uh, that's why we 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 pushed the the the, the speedrun aspect because uh, uh, first we we like that and uh, second thing we were encouraged a lot by uh, by the French community to do it. Right. Yeah. And, and Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, it's, yeah, you mentioned the YouTube channel, people who, yeah, make videos, who stream, I mean, that spreads their game, too. So I think that was a smart thing to do. Um, it just it just seems in general that like, you had a, you had a really good um, French marketing, but internationally, uh, you just couldn't get the word out. Um, because that was a lot harder. But uh, you, you are launching on consoles, including the Nintendo Switch uh, later this fall. What has that been like? Yeah, the, um, actually, it it, it did uh, uh, it uh, it arrived later in the in the process uh, because basically the plan was to release on Steam and then to make uh, uh, two versions of the game, so PS4 one and and uh, Xbox One uh, version. But when the Switch came out, um, and uh, slightly before the, the, the release of the Nintendo Switch, um, Nintendo started to communicate a lot about their wish to attract indies on their platform. Yeah. And um, the, the console is, is very young, so there is not a lot of games uh, right now. So we thought uh, uh, if we managed to to port the game, uh, let's say before the, this summer, uh, maybe we have a chance to, you know, to get to get noticed uh, on the Nintendo eShop. Yeah, because I mean the Switch is selling really well, but there's not a lot of games for it right now. Yeah, and and the thing is that there is not a lot of big games neither, because except the 
uh, yeah, except Zelda and, and uh, other Nintendo games that are announced for this year. For this year. Yeah. So, so there is not a, there is not a lot of things uh, on, on, on the console, and and the the, the second reason is. Um, Uh, is because uh, initially we 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 thought about um, having the game on the Nintendo Wii U, <laughs> but um, the, the the Wii U is kind of kind of dead right now. Right. So It's not worth so the investment. Actually, we 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 were not sure about it. Uh, for for us, the the Wii U was very optional, but when the Switch came out, uh, we decided to uh, finally we decided to to. To make this uh, this Nintendo uh, this Nintendo version of the game, uh, because uh, I think the Switch will have uh, a different destiny than the than the, the Wii U, but um, for now we are not sure because it's uh, it's like uh, releasing a game uh, uh, on any other platform. It's uh, it's a bet. Uh, it's it's kind of a bet. We 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 don't really know if it's going to to. To, to work or, or not, and um, but yeah, basically uh, um, uh, I like Nintendo. I, I I'm not like the, the the Nintendo super fan, but uh, but I have Nintendo super fans in in, in the team. <laughs> we got from the from the very tiny community we have uh, right now the the message that the uh, if they want a console version for the game, uh, it 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 have to be the The sweet version, like uh, uh, it's. Uh, we don't really care about PS4 and Xbox One. We want the we want the sweet version. But <laughs> for now, uh, for um, for us, it's uh, it's a bit um, it's a bit sad because it was kind of easy to port the game on PS4 and Xbox One. But on the Switch, it's slightly more complicated because uh, the the console is not very powerful uh, compared to Xbox One and PS. It's also like a different architecture. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But uh, we are using Unity, and they already have, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Nintendo plugin to to ease the the process. But a lot of things are missing, so we need to to code uh, a lot of functionality by ourselves, uh, and. That's not the case for PS4 and Xbox One because uh, there are more, let's say, ancient hardware. So the, there is a, there is a, uh, yeah, yeah, there is a, there is things uh, already existing and um, yeah. But the, the the main issue is the fact that the the, the console is not very powerful. It's it's like a, it's like a, a smartphone uh, almost. You know, it's a it's it's a big smartphone, the the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's running like iPad hardware, basically. So it's a bit like making a mobile game, and uh, uh, we all know that uh, uh, mobile uh, developers are struggling with the struggling with the um, the performance most of the time. Mm -hmm. Well, right, but it's also like it's good because your game isn't. Well, it definitely has. Um, you know, it looks pretty, but it's not necessarily a high intensity like 3D game. But is it, it? It's still, but it, it's still hard, even even. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's because um, uh, it's, it's it's very technical. But the 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 thing is that uh, when you are making games with Unity uh, on PC, uh, there is a lot of things you you do uh, without caring about the the cost of 
uh, all that stuff that you put in the game. So it's not it's not a matter of uh, 3D, 2D, uh, physics, uh, not physics. Uh, it's um, it's uh, it's a it's global actually. It's it's the it's the way uh, uh, the the game have uh, have been uh, have been made actually uh, because. Uh, um, when you are using uh, an engine like Unity, uh, it's better for, for you to, to know from the beginning what kind of constraint you will have in the future. Yeah, but the thing is when I, uh, when I programmed uh, Splasher, um, I didn't do it with the technical constraint of the consoles in mind, actually. Yeah, and for PC or for and for powerful uh, hardwares such as Xbox and PlayStation, uh, so so it's not a matter of uh, yeah as I said it's not a matter of of 2D 3D uh, uh, it's uh, it's more about the the, the architecture of the uh, of the game actually, and uh, uh, yeah the thing is that. Uh, uh, the consoles um, have a very good, uh, um, uh, um, how to say, um, graphical. Uh, um, yeah, but um, uh, GP, uh, GPUs. The, the the consoles have uh, very good GPUs, but very bad uh, uh, CPUs. And the thing is, uh, most of the uh, features in uh, most of the Let's say the the heavy features in uh, Splasher are running on on the the CPU, and so that's why that's why you you see very uh, you see visually astonishing games on on consoles, but uh, when you are using uh, a lot of um, of uh, other compu computations such as uh, physics, uh, such as uh, uh, I don't know anything anything which is not uh, graphical. Uh, it starts to be complicated. Like you can have really pretty looking, you know, fan realistic zombies on screen, but you can't have like a ton of them doing AI behavior because then that taxes the processor. Yeah. So after the Switch release, wh where do you plan on going next? Uh, do you plan on like, you know, supporting Splasher with more updates or are you going to work on a new game? What do you see happening next? The thing is... Um... It will all depend on the on the success or not uh, of the console versions of the game because uh, now it's it's uh, I can't really say that the the Steam version is dead because uh, if you manage to get uh, more press coverage and uh, YouTube and Twitch coverage in other countries maybe someday it will uh, it will take off you know. <laughs> That happens where like old games sometimes will just get new life into them. Yeah, I. But the thing is that I I'm not sure about that uh, at all. Uh, we'll see. For example, there is a, a summer games done done quick uh, in uh, July, and uh, we'll have a, a speedrun of Splasher, and maybe it will help. You know, to to get some um, coverage in the in the US. We'll uh, we'll see. And uh, so maybe it will help the the PC version actually, but for for consoles uh, it's uh, as I said earlier it's a it's a big bet. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work uh, right now, and if it if it don't uh, if it doesn't sorry, um, I think I I may work again as a 
as a, as an employee in a, in another company actually uh, because in uh, in Montpellier the the city uh, where I'm I'm living in uh, in France uh, so there is uh, there is Ubisoft it's where I worked uh, before on uh, on Rayman and uh, things like uh, Raving Rabbits and uh, other stuff but uh, there is also um, let's say uh, big indies like uh, for example uh, Michel Ancel the creator of uh, Rayman, uh, let's say the, the famous uh, Ubisoft uh, creator, who did uh, Beyond Good and Evil as well, uh, uh, he created his own studio uh, three years ago called um, uh, Wild Ship. He's making a big game called uh, Wild. Uh, there is also um, uh, uh, other big studios like that. So they are making uh, what we are calling in the industry uh, uh, triple uh, triple eyes, you know, uh, uh, like uh, big, big indie things. Oh, uh, I didn't. That's that's a thing. Triple I like uh, triple indie. You know? I, yeah, that's I didn't realize that. That's funny. Uh, I don't know if it's very uh, international, uh, but in, in, in France, we, we, we have this thing triple eyes because people yeah because you have ubisoft which is such a big company so there's a lot of talent that probably you know comes out of that so yeah i maybe i work on on uh, on something bigger than splasher but uh, something uh indie uh because i don't want to get back at ubisoft uh at least now uh i want to explore uh, uh other things uh, and I want to stay in uh, in uh, in an indie context, but uh, I'm not sure to to be ready to to work on my own uh, uh, for three more years uh, to another ga- um, on another game like Splasher with all the the sacrifice that uh, that are involved because uh, d- yeah yeah do- doing three years you you spend uh, ah, I say three years it. It depends how long it, uh, uh, how long your your production uh, lasts. But for Splasher, it was three years, and um, yeah, it's it's a lot of sacrifices. It's very tiring. Uh, you you are not all the time crunching, you know. But it's more like you you work a lot, you know. It's 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 not uh, always the crunch, but uh, globally you work a lot. Uh, you have a lot of pressure because uh, let's let's say your your future uh, as a developer and as a uh, as a human being kind of depends on that because uh, if yeah so it's a lot of pressure and uh, yeah uh, I think if if uh, if splasher is a, a turn to be a success because uh, it's it's still possible um, I think I will rest for a while and take the time to think what I what I could do next, but if it doesn't work, uh, I think I I will get employed uh, on another game with another studio uh, during a year or two, and then after that, uh, in 2019 maybe, uh, get back into something more personal. Mm-hmm. Well, planning ahead, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck and your team. Um, I, and hopefully, Splasher uh, does well on Switch. Uh, I'm sure many people listening to this, um, especially if you're not in France, uh, might not have heard of Splasher. So if you haven't, go check it out. We'll have a link in the description. Uh, is the website okay for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's uh, it's totally okay. And uh, but the thing is that the, the the website is mainly there for you know get the links to to buy the game and you you have some screenshot the trailer. But uh, it's the best is to directly go on Steam because you'll have all the information on, on Steam, actually. Yeah, so I'll link uh, Steam in the website, and you can check out both of those things in the description. Uh, thank you again, Romain, for your time today. Yeah, thank, thank you for the invitation. <laughs> yeah, it was my honor. Um, and everyone watching or listening, we are on YouTube. We are as a podcast, so you can get us on Apple Podcast and Google Play. Uh, links to those also in the description. And yeah, thanks for listening again. See you in the next one. Goodbye.